episode 406 of Global From Asia. Maggie, say hello. Hello. All right, so let's go into the show. Maggie will be doing a little intro with me. Let's go. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. We are in 406 shows of Global From Asia podcast before Maggie was born. We started this show, do you know that? The radio show is longer than, older than you? Yeah. No. What do you want from me? What what do you what are you bringing here? What do I? I bring, I bring money. For what? For Robux. Robux. I need to buy Robux for you. Yeah. All right. You just gotta let me finish this recording, okay? Okay. So in today's show, we'll ask Maggie some questions after the little preview in the blah 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 session after David's interview. So in today's show, we have David Caruso. I got connected to him through a. Uh, a listener and a friend in the community, thank you for that. We'll talk about that in the interview. And he has 600 plus websites, thinking of going for a thousand e-commerce enabled websites. He's based down in South Thailand, near where I visit Hua Hin. I do hope to visit him sometimes as well. And he's also coming to Cross Border Summit, super awesome. He's talking about his you know, thousand websites of e-commerce, his journey, starting them, becoming one of the top DHL customers in Thailand, shipping around the world. It's a really fascinating one. I learned a few things. We talk about you know how to manage all these sites, what kind of product selection, email collection, marketing, and everything. So let's tune into the show. After this interview, if you want to hear some questions with my daughter, Maggie, we'll ask her some questions. Okay, you ready, Maggie? Yeah. All right, so let's tune into the show. All right, we have Tommy, the sales manager at Cross Better Logistics. How are you, Tommy? Hi, hello. We just got to meet here in Shenzhen, China. It's great. Uh, they support the show at Global From Asia, and we also use them ourselves for many of our brands and e-commerce businesses. And Tommy really cares. They always are uh, trying to help us save money. You know, not you have some products you keep for us in China. You have some products you keep for us in the U.S. warehouse, and uh, I really appreciate that. And you'll you can talk to this seller, right? You can give them your advice. You work with many Chinese sellers a lot, right? And uh, you can help um, help the sellers understand more. Yeah, we are very professional for the shipment to USA and Canada. Also, we have warehouse in USA and Canada. We can have our uh, factories supply sellers for the shipment. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For yes. the e-commerce business. Yep, and you even keep stuff uh, in China too. So sometimes if you have the limitations of uh, sending too much to Amazon, you can keep it here in China with with uh, Cross Better, or you can send, of course, to the U.S. warehouse. They have many different options, and they're always trying their best to find uh, find out what's the best solution for you. So yeah. definitely talk to Tommy, talk to Cross Better, and thank you for your uh, support of the community. Yes, we have good pricing and better service. Yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Hey David, don't forget that you have that interview with Mike. Wow, that's up already? Yes. I think I'll do it by the pool.
G'day, Mike. How are you, buddy? So that was quite the entrance, David, <laughs> just down the fire, <laughs> fire pole. So uh, some people might be watching, you know, are listening. I know a lot of this is audio and video podcast, but those that didn't see, but David's in his, in his office and he just heard about this podcast and you got a fire, I call it a fire pole, you know, slid down. Fireman's the pole, yes. Fireman's pole, there yeah. we go. And for this interview. So thanks, thanks for joining us, David. How are you doing today? Yes, buddy. That's um, oh, great, Mike. Thanks for th- for having me. That's um, I'm excited to be on the, the the podcast. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we've connected through a you know a common friend, and he's also up here in Chiang Mai. You're down in the south south of Thailand, so we're getting more and more content about the you know about about things. But Simon Simon introduced us, Simon Bakker, and he is here. I'm having some entrepreneur lunches with him recently, so that's really really great. But a bit about about you, you know. I mean, it seems like you have created quite the background from just doing all kinds of entrepreneurship and small and business ventures in your career. But I think what <laughs> I think we want to highlight today is that, you know the e-commerce venture you started with your with your business, and it seems like from what I understand, 2019, you're got a portfolio of 300 plus websites with you know revenue yeah. streams over seven figures, and I think we can learn a lot. A lot from from that uh, ex- ex- experience. So thanks for being here, David. My, my my pleasure, mate. My pleasure. I'll just correct you on that, Mike. Sorry, six hundred plus. Six hundred. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry uh, I got. I'll update that right now. Six hundred. <laughs> I think maybe. And, and we're heading to a thousand. That's uh, our goal is to get thousand uh, this year. So yeah. Amazing, amazing in thirty two countries, and I think the the highlight I like is you're doing a lot from Thailand with DHL, and you're like. The number one exporter based on volume from what i yeah yeah i'll, I'll just give you a bit of a background what what, what yeah let's happened hear it. how we got here that's so I, I i'm a i'm showing my age now buddy that's a 32 33 year veteran business veteran so Amazing. Uh, born born and bred in sydney born and bred in a, in a place called blacktown which is kind of about an hour out of out of sydney and my, my biggest fear in life was you know i was born in blacktown raised in blacktown i had a business in blacktown for 20 years my biggest fear in life was dying in Blacktown, so <laughs> I had to get out. And so I've been living living in Thailand for since 2010. We we sold our our business in Sydney and retired. I I, I retired at 40. It was one of those kind of lifelong dreams. So Amazing. retirement doesn't last long, mate. It's very boring. I, I wouldn't yeah, retire. I feel so, like <laughs> I feel like even if I haven't had, I don't think I'm at the point, unfortunately. But I think even if I got there, I I, I I'm I don't see myself stopping. Right, like we're addicted. Um, it's 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 part of our like blood, right? It's like in in our in our DNA. Yeah, exactly right. That's uh, always need to do something. That's uh, boring. Is uh, you know retiring is very boring. So, lasted twelve months retiring. Got into motivational speaker, uh, being a motivational yeah, speaker. So, like, yeah, yeah, and because I didn't want to go back into a big business again. I I had fifty plus employees back in uh, Australia. That uh, anybody who's had employees or or have employees knows the headaches so it's, uh, it's actually i was entertaining <laughs> sorry i was entertaining oh, yeah, a guest just this weekend i uh, came from australia visited me and and he's got about 20 employees and and i can tell well from what he's told me things haven't changed uh, since i got out and uh, if anything it's got worse but yeah so employees can be a little bit of a headache but uh, it's true uh, it's also a responsibility it's like a burden you know i mean I, in a good way of course they're contributing but you know, it's pressure as the entrepreneur business owner is it's overhead, it's it's fixed mostly fixed cost, right? And business is up, business is down, you're you're still 
kind of responsible for those people, which, you know, it's kind of in a way a little bit empowering because you're changing lives, right? You're giving opportunity, you're giving, you know, giving, even educating, they're improving. But of course it's also, yeah, I mean, it can be nerve wracking with a lot yeah. of those. I think you make a valid point there. It is a responsibility. And uh, and, and we used to make our, our staff family, but I think what you tend to do, and I'm, I know we're going alpha tangent, we, we're going to yeah, go back to one. in a second. But, you know, you, I think you have these core staff members that, that, that you kind of build around. So I, I had guys with me for, for 17, 18 years, and, uh, and they're the ones that you really need to look after. There, there's going to be some fringe elements that, that come and go. And sometimes, unfortunately, it's those fringe elements that, that kind of cause you the headaches a, a little bit in, in the stuff. But we'll, we'll, we'll get off stuff anyway. That, uh, yeah. So yeah. I, I wanted to be a motivational, well, a motivational speaker because there's no staff. So, so we traveled the, the world. We traveled uh, mostly Australia, New Zealand, UK as a speaker. And, and basically, I, I was speaking about online marketing, how, how real world businesses, SMEs, I come from an SME kind of background, small to medium enterprise business and uh, how they can benefit from online marketing and, and the internet. So, yeah. But, Great. Uh, yeah. So, and then around about 2019, so we did that for about eight, nine years and, and got, got a bit weary of traveling. So traveling sounds great at the start, but, you know. I agree. <laughs> it's a bit weary, yeah, so. I agree. So I, I started my e-commerce journey. I went to Matt Diggity's SEO conference, 2018, yeah. Chiang Mai. It's a great one, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. They're doing it again this year, which uh, yeah. I think there's been a two or three year hiatus for COVID. And whilst I was at the conference, there, there was all these young whippers, I call them young whippersnappers. I, I'm, I was 48, 49 at the time. And and, and the, the the kind of genre or the theme I got from that conference was all these young guys, they were making a lot of money, not consulting, not doing stuff for other people, but actually doing the work for themselves. And I, I don't want to sound arrogant or anything, but I'm thinking, oh, if you young guys can can be making some some good money, I, I think I could probably do all right as well, and with my business expertise and and what have you. So I came back to to, to Petrobri, and I said to my wife, darling, 2019, not traveling. We're going to concentrate on building e-commerce nice. sites. So yeah, so I think the first year we did something like about 400,000 revenue. It's a right. revenue is a vanity figure, of course. Uh, then we jumped up to something like about two two million, two point five million. Second year. And we're well over five five million a year now. So uh, congrats, and, and still growing. That's yeah. great. That's great. That's, so that's really a story great. to get into e-commerce. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll dig into this now in the, in the in our talk. So you know, like I guess people are always curious the structure. Like you said, you know, you would we were kind of talking about staff or people. Like you said, like of course there was fifty overhead there, and you you know, in like yeah, Matt's event SEO. A lot of these SEO, especially in Chiang Mai, they're like almost. You know, I don't want to offend them, but it's like their job because they do it, but they do it all themselves. But at the same time, it's almost like, it's almost like if you stop, the business stops. And I think, so you must have, I mean, I can't imagine you're doing this with yourself. So you must have a team. And I guess I'm curious to a little bit of your, how you set that up locally or online. Yeah. or Yeah. So, so we have about a, a team of 20 plus. And, and, and that's a valid point you make that a lot of people build them themselves a job so yeah you, you, you've got to you know and I, I i suppose at the start you know we, we started with one website but, uh, and, and started with me packing packing stuff on the dining room table but, uh, uh, and we used to have a catch cry i i and, and my used my wife used to repeat it back to me so i, I don't know you, you know the sound the tape the packing yeah. tape makes yeah 
Whenever that that would happen, I would be yelling out, darling, that's the sound of money. It is. It is. Makes you think of China, to be honest, the markets, because you hear that all around you. You're walking around and you hear it. And yeah, it means like it's like the bell. It's like a bell. It's like business. It's like somebody's made somebody's ordered must have ordered something because there's products being bundled and boxed and moved. So, yeah. So we we all start there, but it's 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 progressing from there. We you know I, I didn't want to build myself a job. I wanted to to build a business. We, we're business people at the end of the day. So yeah, it's, so the structure at the moment twenty plus people. We we have a warehouse here in Thailand. There's a these are rough numbers that are 10, 14 people in the the, the warehouse. Wow. Uh, we have a three or four people in the office. That that's we have an office. I call it the corporate office. That's that's here. You, you'd see that in the video. Yeah, the video. Uh, people were curious at the video. if you watch that. And then I have VAs. I, I, I have Filipino VAs for mostly for customer service. I, I, I have a great VA in Chiang Mai. She's Filipino. She married a Thai girl. Oh, Thai nice. guy. Lives in Chiang Mai. Cool. Best VA. That's so. I um, think I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, Filipinos, especially ones. I mean, I think anybody who lives outside their home country has a different view of the world. You know. Uh, um, but we, yeah, we, we, with staff, we're very big on training as well. So I, I, I see a lot of mistakes that I shouldn't say younger guys, but a lot of the mistakes, newbie business owners that they, they think this VA is going to do everything for, them. they're going to save their business. going to take the, you've got to train these, train the, the VAs and we're big, very big on SOP, standard operating procedures. Actually, I, I, I'm very proud that just between you and I, Mike, <laughs> 600 plus websites that uh, I've got, this, this is how. Uh, important SOPs are, most of my staff don't speak English, except for the customer service, VAs, Filipinos. Oh, really? So my Thai staff, the girls you would have seen in yeah, the uh, video, they're making websites, they don't speak English. They're making English websites. Huh. So we've got the training down pat, the SOP down pat, that I can have non-speaking people creating really English-speaking websites. So Sorry, that's just between you and I. That. Uh, is it, I mean, we can cut it if you want, but the thing- no, 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 I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> there are some times we cut some parts, but I think that's a great one to keep. No. Awesome. No, you, between that's you really- and I and, and, your, and your listeners, of course. No, that's really, yeah, you know, just a bit about me. I have one assist, assistant or, you know, project manager, I'm starting to call her in Chiang Mai, local Thai, but the rest are online, mostly in the Philippines, about 15 now. So, yeah. The great thing running a a business internationally and, and using Southeast Asia, Southeast Asia labor. My, my business in, and I'm, I'm sorry, we're going a bit off tangent here, but please cut. Whatever. No, I think this is good. You know, we're, we're a business podcast. It's important to learn, okay. you know, HR and people management is, is, a, is a good part. So my business in, in Australia, that uh, I would, important in business is to have KPIs, key point indicators. One of the KPIs uh, for us in business, obviously, is wages versus revenue. And I can tell you, my, my Sydney business would run at uh, 42% uh, wages versus revenue. We're a very kind of service-based um, uh, business. Wages to, to, to revenue for me in, in Thailand, and obviously using VAs in the field, under 5%. I, I sometimes three and a half percent, four percent. So for me, that 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 is a a business advantage that, that I have over uh, other businesses operating in in other marketplaces or operating out of marketplaces. So it's that wages to versus revenue. No, that's cost. that's a good that's a good point. Yeah, I mean KPIs, numbers, dashboards. That's great. I'm sure others are thinking the same thing I'm thinking, and the products are made in, I'm mostly, I'm thinking China, but no, are they made here in yeah. Thailand or are they in China? So, so 95% of our product 
has come from China. But, okay, um, yeah. And we, we are always looking for, for Thai manufacturers. That, so we, we have about 300 SKUs in the, in the warehouse that, that, that we're selling directly out of the warehouse. We're always testing new SKUs. We're always testing new websites, testing different products. And maybe it's interesting for, for your audience that our process, and I know we're jumping all over the place. I apologize. But no, it's our, process of, <laughs> our process of testing is that we won't buy any product until we've tested the, the, the product in a marketplace. So... If I find something that I might want to sell, we'll test that product in a non-competitive marketplace, so Ireland, New Zealand, and things like that. And I want to build up a I want to build up a sales history. So, and and we'll service those sales, but we might service those sales by sending it direct from Amazon as a gift. Yeah. That uh, so Ireland will send it from the UK, Amazon from New Zealand will send it from Australia, New Zealand. If for some reason we can't send it, we'll refund the money to the to the customer. Yeah. So sorry, out of stock and what have you. But what I want to try to do is actually build up, I, I want to build up sales before mm-hmm. I, I start to look from China and then bring it in because yeah. that whole model of bringing the, the product in and then trying to sell it, some stuff doesn't sell. I agree. I agree. Because like my first, my first e-com business, you know, when I was still in New York, uh, some listeners may remember, but I, I sold stuff I couldn't even drop ship because they weren't drop shipping them. Okay. And I had to ship. I said, "But can I have a wholesale account with you and just buy one piece?" They said, "Yes." So what I did is I ordered it from the wholesaler to my address and I sent it on eBay. And I just told the customers five to seven days, and then I, I was losing money. Like probably you don't make money on those sales, but I was I was learning what products were selling. Right, like you just said, like find a way to test the market without buying a lot of inventory is definitely a, is a good lesson. You're finding out what's selling and, and also at what cost to, to acquire that customer because obviously marketing mm-hmm. costs is, is a big expenditure in, in our e-com business. So yeah. so not only I want to know what's, what what I'm selling, but how much does it cost me to, to, to get that sale as well? Nice. And I, <laughs> I, I don't know, we didn't say it on an interview yet, but it's shop mostly like shopping, you know, like direct B2C off your website, like your Shopify sites or, you know, yeah, uh, so we, we don't actually use Shopify. I have built a Shopify site before. Now, now when I say I, I've built it, the I, team, I build websites. The team. But, and now it's the team, but we're non-coders as well. So don't, don't think that we're website experts and we're coding guys. We're marketing people, that's, but we know how to build websites. So we use WordPress. I've, yeah. I've built Shopify before, wasn't that impressed. And if I'm running 600 Shopify yeah, sites. Yeah, I was thinking that, that would uh, be a lot of money. Yeah, they kill you. So um, uh, we WooCommerce. WooCommerce. And I and I'm yeah, WordPress, WooCommerce, and I like Divi themes. So we build everything on there's mm. a, a thing that sits on top of WordPress called Divi. Yeah. So and it's very kind of modular and, and, and fantastic. Yeah. Easy and to, it's, to work with. I'm assuming B2C, right? No B probably B2C, right? Any host no So host. mostly mostly b2c but it's funny because we we do get a lot of corporate orders so in in a lot of different products so we we see companies aren't buying us off for us all the time so we we'll get orders we, we had an order the other day we'll just say it's an air quality monitor thing uh, they bought a hundred of them seven thousand dollars to Amazing. Canada. so um, great so we'll, we'll we'll get orders for thousands of dollars and you can see their companies but we have initially targeting b2c yeah okay clear so then I assume you're using DHL and you're shipping from, so they must be willing to wait for those to come from Thailand 
to Canada? Well, this is a great, this is the great thing about the, the, this thing that DHL comes to our warehouse six days a week, about 12 o'clock, 12.30, and they go straight to the airport, to, to Bangkok airport, and then they fly out from there. So that shipment to Canada, three to five days. That's okay. I, I can get anything to anywhere in the world, three to five days, you know, That's seven great. days definitely, maximum. Definitely reasonable. So, it's really good. Yeah. But so the, 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 the time period is, is a non, non-issue for, for us uh, and the customer. Okay. Got it. And so you, we mentioned it, but I think everybody's always curious how you're getting your traffic. It, it seems like you mentioned paid. Yep. That's so we don't do any Facebook advertising. We're not, we, we're hopeless at Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so we're not, <laughs> and, and listening to, I, I'm always listening to, to podcasts. I'm always trying to educate myself. This is a fast changing, fast paced world. We, we live in as, as business owners these days. So listening to the, the Facebook guys that the ROAS they, they, they're getting, they, they're, they're talking about a, a two to one ROAS. Now we, we talk, we talk ad spend to revenue. So it's the same thing. So two to one ROAS is a 50% ad spend in, in our, in our circle. Yeah. Uh, they talk a three to one ROAS, 33% ad spend. Man, I, we're not operating on 33% ad spend. That's, so if I've got a new product that I'm, I'm launching, I'll go up to 30% ad spend. But a lot of my sites that are uh, kind of four to five years old now, SEO's kicked in. Yeah, SEO's doing, some of those sites are 8% ad spend. That's um, thing. So, But most of our channels are, or not most of our channels, so we, we're very big on, on SEO, of course, PPC. And, and shopping, shopping when I can get on. So shopping, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a bit difficult these days. We, you know, Google kind of kicks you off shopping a, a, a little bit more. Go. So, yeah. So when that happens, that we have to rely on PPC and, and SEO, of course. We have just started YouTube channels, and I think we've got about 300 plus videos up now. So we're using wow. YouTube as a as a as an SEO tool to 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 drive traffic. But I I I have I, every so often I do try try Facebook again. Because I'm probably not telling you anything you don't know and and your listeners don't know, but there's two types of things in in this e-commerce world. There's the demand generation and demand capture. So we mostly work in demand capture. Uh, Demand generation is the Facebook, the social media guys. They're they're saying, hey, here's something that that might interest you and and things. Demand capture, totally different. That's uh, all it's somebody's looking for the product. And all I'm saying is jumping in front of them and say, hey, I've, I've got what you're looking for. And the way with that thing in mind, the way we design our websites is totally different. So the, the demand generation guys website is totally different to the demand capture guy, me, because my website's designed is, is, is not to say, this is why you need the product. This is why all I'm selling on that page is I know that you've decided you wanted that product. I know you want the product. All my job is on my page is to say, I'm the right person to buy it from as opposed uh-huh. to my my competitors so me doing facebook i'll I'll go back and and try facebook advertising again but i'll have to do it on a separate website or separate series of websites and have that demand capture thinking in mind or design in mind if if that makes sense i i like how you say it i i i'm i'm similar i like i call i think of it as inbound marketing versus kind of like out i guess it's not really outbound but in a way it's more like outbound you gotta kind of like get like you said create a demand so they don't maybe know that they want this 
So usually it's almost on the product because if there's like weight loss or, you know, like co- course coaching is a popular one or courses. So they have the Lamborghini, you know, the Lamborghini guy or the, yes, and they show yes, you they're yes. so rich and successful or they're so slim. They lost weight, right? Like <laughs> that's like, so you get the person on Facebook scrolling, seeing this ad and saying, oh, maybe I need this course or I need this weight loss pill. Right. And then they have high margin. They also have huge margin. Whereas if we're trying to sell like a more, like you said, inbound marketing product, we can't really compete because they're, they have like no cost. It's and they're just pumping at pumping ads for uh, their courses or their weight loss pills. And they can go like, you were talking about ROAS, like they can go crazy because it's just pure profit, almost pure profit. It's just ads. So for us selling like normal products, we can't go into that high of a, of a budget. But they need to do that to create the demand, like you said. But we have the demand. People are looking for this. So I actually, I'm kind of just saying that as I hear you reinterpret <laughs> what you're saying. But that's, yeah. I think, another reason Facebook ads, because it's so expensive now. I mean, every all the platforms, the ads are just going crazy. Even you know, Amazon, we're all complaining. They're all going more and more. Oh, definitely, definitely. That's, uh, so I, I used to sell courses and um, as a speaker, we would sell training courses and things like that. So that that series of that journey that I would yeah. take the customer is totally different to a, an e-commerce exactly. demand capture uh, series. So exactly what you said that we, 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 we're putting it in front of them. But when, when you talk about a lot of these guys are doing demand generation with products that are on Facebook, selling products on Facebook. So away from the, you know, the, the digital products. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm feeling that most of the products they sell is almost like a it's a like it's a correct me like an impulse buy. That's the word I'm looking That's for. That's it. So yeah, most, and it's and it's set at a certain price as well. That I've talked to a few people and they said you know forty fifty dollar impulse buy stuff if you're advertising on Facebook, and a lot of the products we sell are not impulse buy buy products. Mm. So kind of you've, you've got to fit the right product, I think, to the right marketing channel or you know demand generation demand capture situation yeah no yeah it doesn't make sense and it's also about scale because you because if if your team you know or your product so you just your your company's more focused on the inbound or the Mm. people already looking for it versus you know they're really skilled at ads right like i've i've worked with some uh, i i did i've done courses in certain times and yeah like they're really good at getting email and then the email follow-up Right. Like you're just trying to get or to pixel, pixel them yeah. and follow them yeah. all around yeah. the internet. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then keep retargeting, retargeting, retargeting. 100%. But that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of work too. You got to set that and, up. And, and we do do that. We, we you know, we, we do the retargeting thing that, and we do email marketing as well. So we, you know, we've got a database of customers, 40,000 plus now. So, you know, the, every, they're, they're in a series that, because we have a lot of different brands now, we've got about 33 brands. So Great. I'm trying to cross that cross-selling new brands and things like that. Nice. We have a website, online flash sale. That's so uh, okay. we'll have something that, you know. Uh, That's a nice idea. 36, yeah. 36 hours, take advantage of that. We might do a, a, an email blast twice twice a month. So uh, yeah, but, but yeah, I, I think a lot of people get, I, 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 I hear chatter around, obviously the cost of acquisition for a customer is important. And uh, I, I see, I, I see a lot of you know big companies burn through cash in terms of their marketing. They 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 feel that the cost of acquiring a customer for the first time is a break even. I I, I even hear that sometimes. None of that. That I'm a small business. I, we need to make money. So cost of acquisition for us, like I said, we're we're running at twenty uh, percent ad spend. So that's a five to one ROAS. 
Yeah. On some websites, I said it's down to 8%, that, which is what, 12, a 12 times ROAS because that's SEOs kicked in. But like I said, if it's a brand new site, it's a brand new product, and I'm, I'm really excited about it, I want to push it a little bit, I'll go up to 30% in terms of ad spend, three to one ROAS or you know, 3.3 to one ROAS. hope that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we quite talk a lot about Amazon here, and we've had some experts sharing and in the Amazon space, what they they tell I don't like to agree, and, and you know, I have a few brands we do on Amazon, and mm. you don't agree, but the, basically the story is you just don't make money for like a year, <laughs> or you just break even, and then you know, I and then then you have a brand, and then you have you have moat, and then you have you know diff, you know, and then you can make money. And, and and that's one of the reasons I, I I like buying off Amazon. It's it's that that whole infrastructure is it's a race to the bottom for you guys mm. or for the for, for people who are Sellers, shopping. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 price orientated race to the bottom we call it, and it's great because I'll I'll use it as a testing ground to. So so when if we buy something off off Amazon to send to a customer, we'll send it as a gift so it hides the hides the price to the customer. Yeah, I understand. Um, that's good. But, and yeah, then. Yeah, so I guess it's a good point. How do you choose which product to to do you like make sure it's do you look at Amazon as part of your research for your for your websites? Is that yeah, a factor? That's a great question. That so we, we can do a number of things and um so we obviously we'll look at Google Trends that um, we'll do some keyword research, look for for some volume, Google Trends to see, you know, what countries this particular products things. We'll look on Amazon to see if there's a lot of reviews and seeing if it is selling a lot and, and what kind of um, uh, reviews because the product is the same as, you know, most things. We might make changes to the product if we eventually buy, uh, buy it from China and make it, you know, a small difference to the product to help our USP, unique selling proposition. But, yeah, so we do a lot of research. But sometimes, you know what, that's something that I think is going to, oh, this is, the, this is going to be a great product. This is going to be a great product. This doesn't sell. It uh, doesn't sell well. So, And then something that's left field that you think, oh, it goes well. So the, the real test, you can do as much research as you want, but the real test is actually putting it out there and, and trying to sell it. I agree. It's a little bit of a niche question. I don't know if, you know, so what I'm, you got me thinking with your, all your sites, are you able to leverage the same email database? Because I know they opt in when they sell the newsletter, but could you cross email between those sites or... Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. So nobody opts in that's because, well, you, you kind of opt in once you buy. So it's not, um, we're not collecting email addresses. Uh, the only email addresses we have, uh, 40,000 plus from buyers. Uh, so we use Active Campaign and an Active Campaign kind of hooks into our website. So, you know, if they become a, a customer, they're into Active Campaign. And then they go into a, an 18 month flow. I call it 18 month flow, but we're always adding to it. It might be up to 20. 24, 26. I just want to touch that base. I touch that customer once a month minimum. So on the third day of every month, they get another offer. Um, nice, nice. So, yeah. And and we kind of, so even, even our branding that they know it's, you know, because the first line always in, in every email that they get, thank you for buying this product. Here is another offer that we think you might be interested in. So nice. they go That's a really good tip. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, kind of like because of course, three hundred websites and growing is 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 a six hundred mic six. Sorry, six hundred. Sorry, six hundred thousand. Well, you know, a thousand. So I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm wondering. You know, I know. You know, I'm wondering. 
are they single product sites or neat category sites, like everything sites? Are you selling the same products on multiple sites or is it, you know, are you competing with yourself? Great question. Great question, uh, Mike. I'm going to let you in some trade secrets here. That's a- I feel like I'm digging, but I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever I'm willing to get out of you, I'd love to. No, no, that's fine. Mate. That's a, so we do have a lot of single product sites, but you know, single products, maybe two or three products. So really specialist sites. And then we have some 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 general sites like lawn lawn sites, lawn care sites. We have a clearance warehouse site that has say a hundred hundred products. We the the websites that really go well. If we've got a product and, we, and you know we've got a couple of products that are really you know top sellers, we will compete against ourselves in an, under a different brand. That so whether you you know whether your audience says Dave that's you know that's good or bad. Well, I'm, I'm going to leave it up to, to your audience to decide, but just let me suggest to you that big businesses have been doing it forever. So mm. um, I don't know much about America, but I can tell you in Australia that if you fly with Qantas to, to Bangkok and you and pay a certain price, and if you fly with Jetstar to Bangkok and pay a certain price, you're flying with the same company. That if I, insurance companies, if you buy from this insurance company in Australia and you buy from it, it's really the same company. That So if I buy from a hardware shop and oh, it, it, uh, some supermarkets, some supermarket brands, it's all under the same company. The chocolate brands, you buy different types of chocolates. It's all the same. Numbers. Yeah, so I mean. Big business has been doing it. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean. I bring up like even when I was learning about drop sh- drop shipping in the U.S. Like those, I think somebody told me, but you know, even Verizon, which is a big carrier, you buy the router from them, but it's not even they maybe stick a logo on it, but it's just another router sent directly from another supplier. It's nothing to do with that company. They're just they're just telling this company put my logo on it and ship it to my customer, and it might be like you said, it's more money. Just because you bought it from their website or you were forced to buy it part of your like contract or whatever from their from their business. So yeah, this has been really fascinating, David. Yeah. Thanks. So, so, so we'll ahead, compete against we will compete against ourselves um, uh, quite often and uh, and we'll dominate. You search for a particular keyword and there's you know, I'll have three, four. So it's not good enough to 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 appear on page one of Google with one spot because you, you're competing against, you know shopping, images, videos sometimes, uh, ads, and then SEO. There's about 20 or 30, 20 or 20 different things, a place that a person can click. So I want to make sure that if you search for that keyword, I've not got one spot out of 20, which is a 5% chance of uh, getting the click. Nothing happens unless I get the click, unless I get the visitor to my site. I'm going to have four or five spots on that page that may be in different brands and maybe even test different price structures as well because this mm. brand might be a more of a budget brand. It's the same yep. product between you and I. But yep. This one might might be things because Jetstar versus Qantas, it's the same product. It's getting you from A to B. It's just giving you a different level of service. We Makes give sense. good service. Doesn't matter either, but uh, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Sorry. I get it. I get it. You know, I guess maybe yeah. a little more, maybe it's a trade secret, but are you setting up multiple companies, multiple merchant accounts, or is it all through like one Stripe, one PayPal? Or? No, no, great question. That's so just one company structure. That So one company structure having different brands. You, you don't have to set up multiple companies to, to run different brands. Just this year, we, we've actually moved our company to Thailand. No, uh, that was because, yeah. yeah, only because Stripe has kicked in in Thailand. Nice. Uh, in the past, a year ago, you'd have to have a, a Western company to 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 take Stripe payments. So uh, in the past, I would run 50% 
in, in, in Australia because that's my strike payments went through Australia, 50% in PayPal, uh, 50% in Thailand because PayPal. But now that Stripe has opened up in Thailand, we can send money directly to our Thai bank accounts. Since January, we've, we've been running one company structure, multiple brands in, in Thailand. And you could do this in America. You can do this in Australia, UK, wherever your listeners think. You don't have to open up multiple companies to, to run different brands. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. And I mean, I, I'm lucky I have a Stripe in Hong Kong. So I, okay. I've been using Stripe Hong Kong mostly, but, but yeah, I, it is true. It's also about, I think people have to decide where they can get the, their financial solutions like banking and, mm. and merchant accounts, but that's great to clarify. So yeah. I think, you know, when we're getting towards the, the wrap up, you know, I, I think listeners got a lot. I mean, some highlights that I can recall from, you know, tips, is like know your numbers, like you know ROAS, know how much cost of acquisition, KPIs, how much you're spending to your burn on your uh, employee overhead, yep. which is good. So I th- I got those highlights. Of course, you know some highlights towards the end. We just talked about was like maybe try multiple brands, different price points. You know, one I might try is you know because I always thought you had to keep the email list separate between the different websites, but I think yeah maybe cross. Because of course the database is valuable. So if you're able to like cross promote, I think cross pollinate. Yeah, yeah. That's so even you know that I've run promotions for friends uh, to to our database. That and if they buy that, they they buy off off our our friends' websites. Things that person then goes into their database. You can't break the law. There is a law. There's certain email laws that you. I, I can't give my database to somebody else. Of course, that's a there's that whole privacy uh, issue. Yeah. But, but if they're buying within your your sites, so then I guess it's okay. Hundred percent. I guess 100%. you know. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and, and they can also always unsubscribe. That. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, and so also it's it's exciting news. You're gonna be coming to our cross border summit in Chiang Mai yeah. in November 16th, 17th. I'm excited uh, to have you there, and it'll be a it'll be a great great session. Actually, it's right after SEO Matt's event is the week before. And then, uh, so I'm going to Matt's event, and then Simon, our, our, our yeah, back, our yeah. you know, to, to each other. He sent me an email. Says, "Oh, Dave, I, I think this is in your wheelhouse because we're, you know, I, as as much as we, what we do and and uh, and what we think we know, there's always stuff that we don't there's know. So and, much. Uh, and and I love talking to other business people right? because uh, I, that's uh, coming to a conference like yours. I'm going to get so much value and from the speakers, you know, from, from listening to other, but also just just at the bar or just. Uh, you know, uh, I think that's bouncing off. That's the best. The best for sure is the is that between sessions. You know, everyone says the people you meet, the relationships, people all around the world. So, so it's going to be a pleasure. And uh, yeah, I I know we you know want to visit south, come down south to see your operation sometime soon. Well, uh, you're, you're welcome. Bring, bring a film crew. I'm happy to to, to walk you yeah. guys through that. Yeah, we can do um, a little video. That'd be fun. I'll, yeah. I'll keep. I'll get you. To, I'll get you to slide down the fireman's pole. Yeah, That's I got to get the clip of that. <laughs> That's really cool. I want. I want a video of that. All right, David. Also, have people connecting with you? You know, websites, links. Well, I, 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 I've really got nothing to sell. I don't do any consultation. I, I'm going to get back as a speaker. That um, we, we're going to just a bit of a mind twist. That one, one, I think one of my one of my new presentations that I'll, I'll be doing and, and just working on at the moment is that how we sell 44 hours a day, seven days a week. So we think there's only 24 hours in a day, but we sell, our company sells 44 hours a day. Is that a bit of a mind twist? Yeah. A mind twister? 
Yeah. Uh, and how, how we work 44 hours a day is that, you know, it's six, six o'clock Thailand time, that it's 12.01, 12 p.m. New Zealand time. So that's when the day starts in New Zealand. And then so 6 p.m. Thailand time, it goes right through to obviously midnight Thailand, and then it's the full day. And a day and a half later, our day ends at Los Angeles time, Los Angeles time, midnight, which is 2 p.m. Thailand, day and a half later. So pretty much that that period is 44 hours. And we're selling for 44 hours during our day. Yeah. So every every day that we sell, we, we sell for 44 hours. I like so, that. I like you know, that. Bit of a mind twister. I'm interested that, that, to uh, hear that one. Great. So but the, we'll give a plug because we, when we started yep. this business, the e-commerce business, that we've kind of got two prongs to this business. Obviously, it's the e-commerce that we're that we're running as a, as a business, and and now that we're four to five years in, I'm gonna I'm starting to focus on the second prong. I have my wife. My wife uh, is the CEO of e-commerce and and runs that and 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 very smart lady and and, and runs you know uh, runs the business amazingly. So the the prong I'm kind of starting to go off is we're going to start selling these e-commerce businesses to. Um, yeah. So to newbie companies, we you know we've, we've reached out to Empire Flippers and, and yeah. different marketplaces. But I've I've actually created a website myself, and I've read I've got so many websites. I have to write down the website address. I know sure I'm I similar. I think you're above <laughs> me, but I'm also uh, people always say I have too many websites. It's common comment. But yeah, or you can so, send it to me. I put it in the notes of our. I'll send yes in a link. Yes, I mean the link. website is onlinebusiness.market. So if, if anybody wants to go online business.market, and I'll send you the link, Mike, so you can put in the show notes. Sure. Uh, they can uh, get some websites. Some websites that are, you know, a couple of years old, only making a few thousand dollars. Some, is, some are, you know, years old, $50,000, so, so there's a, a website for everybody if they're nice. looking. And for different marketplaces as well. So obviously we have websites in Ireland, websites in New Zealand, South Africa, Europe. I like it. Canada, US. Anyway, I like that a lot. So online, online business dot market. That's that's Perfect. my plug for today. All right, welcome. Thank you for that, David. All right, <laughs> and I look forward. Well, Mike, to- I, I look forward. I look forward to meeting you in person. That hopefully in Petrobridi, if not in Chiang Mai, when and when we come to the conference. Perfect. Thank you so much, David. So, uh, Michael, thank you very much, and and kop kung krab that uh, I've enjoyed the session. Yes, yes, so much. And uh, you, you came in through the fireman's pole. Let's maybe you can uh, send off at the. I- I'm going to go to lunch. All right. Have a great lunch. See you later. See you, David. (laughs) That's cool. Check that. It's going down to farmers. All right. See you all later. Keep it fun here. And thank you to our sponsor, our returning sponsor, Mercury.com online bank. Well, it's a real bank, but you can do it totally online for U.S., our Blimp program participants are going through this as well. Thank you, Mercury. Travis is great there. He's been on our show. He's been in our events. We're going to have another event where we will have them attending as well. And if you want to get a little bonus for you and us, if you sign up and do some special circumstances, you can go to globalformation.com slash Mercury. I also have a video tutorial that we use even for the Blimp people. I use the same exact video to learn how to use it. I hope you can check it out totally free why not see you there thank you so much david for sharing that was a fun one he's got the fire pole entrance so that's really cool so maggie what's your favorite game roblox why because it has all of the games you don't need to even spend your money just on robux but 
you're spending money. I have your yeah, allowance I just, I just... and your points, all this Thai bots and even IOUs and borrowing money. But that's money, right? Yeah. So, so it, all of the games are for free, just robots. The games are, so why do you need Robux? Even Poppy Playtime's free. If they're all free, why do you need the Robux? What do you need the Robux for? For buying, um, like, this game stuff, but you, you can play the game, but if you want to be rich, you can buy some. You want to be rich, Maggie? And adopt me, though, what is it? Adopt me. Yeah, it's like a game in Roblox. Alright, so do you have friends in Roblox? Blocks? Yes, even Lay, my real friend. Your real life friend, too, yeah. you have friends with in Roblox. Even Nora. Nora, too? Great, you got lots of friends in there. Awesome. Okay, Maggie, well, I will buy your Robux after this recording. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We're really looking forward to seeing you at the Cross-Border Summit here. Maggie will stop by, maybe not the whole time, coming to our yeah. event. Yeah. <laughs> and lots of other amazing people. Thank you so much again for watching. Have a great day. Say bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.